Lovell's got everything. What's that, Ben? I said, no, I was just saying, I was just making sure. Are you on yet? Are you on? I'm so on. So rocked up right now. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is this? Episode eight. Uh, DJ NYC. Welcome back, folks. Uh, I got murdered last week, but uh, that uh, we'll let we'll let the co-host Yenzi F Baby talk oh. about that. Yenzi, what's the F stand for this week, pal? The only thing hotter than me, which is fish grease. Wow. Um, let me just talk. Actually, you know what I'm gonna do? Clear everybody. Clear out. I'm sending everyone to the corner. I so. ISO, I'm taking 23 seconds and I'm getting to the rim and I'm fucking yamming it. Can we just go back to what I did last week? Tell them. Biblical in proportion. Listen, if what I did happened 2,000 years ago, it would be written about in the Bible. Because it you was probably, a fucking, If you were in Salem, you probably would have gotten burned. You probably I would have gotten burned. They would have said, this man is a witch. He, yeah. he obviously looked into the future. And a lot of people were saying, okay, what do you have a good week? What do you go, five and two? Yeah. What do you want a couple units? Yeah. Let me just go back. Let me go to the notes real quick. Okay. Let me tell you what happened last week. Last week, I'm just, you know, I'm just walking down the street, walking by the orphanage. And little Timmy looks at me and says, Ben, if, if I don't make four units this week, the orphanage is going to close. You know what okay. I did? You know what I did? I made 7.65 and I told him to put a fucking sauna in there. Hotter <laughs> than anyone's ever been. 7.6 units last week. Wow. Wow. I am at 12.25 units. A $100 better would be up over $1,200. That's crazy. That's legitimately just, insane. Let me just rattle them off. Western yep. Kentucky, plus six and a half. That's a winner. Syracuse, minus one. That's a winner. Over 56 and a half Vandy. That's a winner. Under 63 and a half BYU with Memphis, minus six. They both covered. Maryland, minus two and a half. That was a two unit. I said that was my favorite pick of the entire week. That was a winner. Notre Dame, Pitt, Oklahoma, Moneyline, two-unit parlay. That hit. You add that all up minus the Air Force loss, which was okay. It's okay. Woof. There is beauty and imperfection, and that's why I did that. Wow. 7.6 units last week. I'm sitting at 12.25. What an unbelievable run. And I've been telling you people, and now – see, now I'm going to start getting mad. Now I'm going to get angry because I've been asking you guys to you know take the picks, bet them early, bet them yep. for the line moves. What I say last week? I said I'm firing from the hip. That's you what did. I told you. I said you did. That's what the I, F was for. That's what the F was for. And I said, you know what? I had a bad week. I wasn't in the right frame of mind. And I said I'm getting back in the lab and yeah. I'm doing what I need to do. Now I'm testing the proven methods. I'm starting to hit my gear. Seven point six units is unfucking believable. I mean, that is so hard. I feel like I should be selling my picks. I feel like I'm like an '80s tout. You going tout? I feel like I'm Stu Finer. I feel like I should drop my Venmo at the beginning of the show every week. Because all I'm doing is I'm paying everyone's fucking rent every week. And you know what I do it for? I do it for the love of the game. I'm out at Rucker, okay, every week. And I mean, and let's just, before we go into it, Frankie, not a bad week. He no, went down it, it was a bad week. He lost four units, which, That's okay. That's not good. But get, what are you at? I don't 7. know. 7.25 units. You took a the $100 better would be up $700. Combined, we're over $1,900 combined. And this is a combined effort show. So whenever Frankie gives you a pick, you bet it. Whenever Yenzer gives you a pick, you bet it. You don't pick and choose. You don't have a favorite. This isn't a fucking boy band. You're not picking which one you want to take backstage. We're both going. We're <laughs> Okay? When we give you these picks, you take them and bet them. It is a collaborative effort. He's at 7.25. I'm at 12.25. Anything above Zero units, you are profitable. We are taking the VIG out of these units. We are taking the minus 110 out of these units because we're giving you a lot of plus bets. 
I mean, I had plus 160 on that BYU parlay. We're not just giving you – I know we like to joke we're chalky, but we're rarely giving you picks that are bigger than minus 130. That's a good point. Rarely. That's a good point. But I just need another 30 seconds, and I swear I'll get Take off. Take it, man. Take it. 7.6 units in a weekend is ridiculous. Okay, and and I'm going to give you some more picks this week. I went a little light on the card. You know, the cream of the crop, it's rising up, and I got a few picks a little different. I even scratched one off because, you know what I said? That doesn't meet my standard. There's Huggy Bear right there. That's the only dog in this house that we always trust. But You got that dog in him. I got, bro, I got that dog in me. Okay, people are looking at me now. People are walking down the street. I got a little swagger now. Yep. People are like, DGNYC pod. Now my girls look at me a little differently. You know, now I'm no longer the joke at the office. You know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll sit in the boss's chair. There so, it is. 7.6 units. If you're broke, that's your fault. That's it. Ooh. And I'm done. If you can't afford, if you go out to dinner and you have to look at the wine list and ask for a recommendation and not say, what's the best you have in the cellar, that's on you. So that's all I'm saying. And I don't want to come at you people because I'm trying to make you money. I don't ask for anything in return. You know, I, I joke about dropping my Venmo. I don't. I'm financially secure. I'm good. Okay. Because I take my own bets. Huh. I'm done. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. I've already told you. You finished that. You finished that. I'm, I've said my piece, Christopher. You finished that and you sounded such like Jim Rome. You go, Tuh. Tuh. Yeah. Okay. If you're broke, stay broke. <laughs> I'm giving you picks, trying to buy you a house in San Luis Obispo. Obispo. 7.6 units. That could get you a beachfront like Malibu. You're going to live like Cliff Kingsbury. Huh, talk about falling upwards. Huh, <laughs> this building's falling off a cliff because California is eroding. The only thing eroding faster is your bookies bank account. Huh, nice one. <laughs> nice one, Jim. Thanks, Killed Jim. It. Fantastic dropping from the producer chair. That's why he gets paid big bucks. CBS Sports. Jim Rome, the mothership. The mothership. But but you know what? That's it. I'm sorry I yelled at everybody, but I'm going to take it back. But at the same time, don't talk poverty to me. Don't speak broke to me. I don't have Duolingo for broke. I don't speak it. So 7.6 units, and that's it. That's the last thing I'm going to say. But I'm just saying I'm up at 12 units. Let's say you were a $1,000 better. You have 12000 Let's say you're a million dollars better. Wow. What if Jeff Bezos took my picks? That's all I'm saying. If Jeff Bezos took our picks, yeah, yeah. If okay. Jeff Bezos took our picks, okay. world hunger gone. Listen, two-day delivery would be two-hour delivery. That's all I'm saying. Yo, so You'd have an Amazon shop in your basement. Bill Gates would be like, I'm sick of malaria. Let's cure diseases that haven't been invented yet. Like, that's yeah. what he'd be on. He'd be bored. Yeah. Okay. Let's get rid of all STDs. Let's make it like the 70s. You know what I mean? Let's uh, just get it so it's just like it's free, free love. One love, free love, no hate. Listen, I if I hit if I uh, hit a few more units this week, we might get rid of it. But that's all I'm saying. I mean, listen, life's good, money's it good, is. love is. is good, it is cooking's good. Mm-hmm. I look better, I sound better, I pick better, my food's better, my car's bigger, my dog's better. Damn, bro, I'm just saying, I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling good. Go off, Yenzi. Man, okay, I need to settle down. I need to I need to center myself because no, I'm good. Gotta, listen, okay. Call me some dungarees because I'm getting out of pocket. Hey. Hey, yo. Tell him, bro. All right. I'm done. I've said I've said my piece. You good? You I'm good on the brag world. corner? Yes. All right. Talk to bitch time. <laughs> okay. A segment that I am very good at because it's just about my everyday life bitching about something. Okay. Uh, I'm very good at that. It's probably a pastime. Complaining, bitching, moaning, 
that's sort of my thing. Yeah. And uh, I got to be honest with you, folks. I got kicked in the teeth last week. I've lost four units. That's never good. All right. Uh, you guys know I can pick a game, and you guys know uh, I put my heart out there on the line, and I do the research, and I'm looking at the numbers, and, and, I, and I believe in myself. Anytime, you know, I'm, I'm anytime I'm shooting the ball, I, I'm like, this is going in, this is going in, this is going up. I'm never questioning myself. I'm never like, well, what if I fade myself? Never that. All right. Did I did I also lose more money off pod? Yeah. Did I chase? Yeah. All right. These things happen. I was in a personal hurricane last week. Hurricane week three? Four? Three? Three? Was it yeah, three. three. We had zero. Hurricane week three. Hurricane yeah. week three. And guess what? We've rebuilt. The levee is fixed. The shanties are up. FEMA has come in and rescued us. And I'm ready to rebuild. And I'm ready to host a Super Bowl this week, such like New Orleans. And I am ready to, I'm ready to have a huge week. Wow. Capital Y, huge week. Can I can I say one thing in your favor though? Ahead, yeah, you Ken. lost a little bit. You lost a little bit last week, but you're still up seven units. So listen, Mark Zuckerberg loses seventy billion every other week. He's still he's still sitting on top of the food chain. That's okay. right. That's right. We're not worried. We're not worried. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I love my card this week. Um, again, it's it's going to be a lot of again. I'm entering the chalk zone, but it's just because I know which teams are bad. I stay up while you sleep. And I go over and look at the film of the teams that are woeful and the reasons why they're woeful. And if they're not, if they're coachable things like hitting your marks or, or setting the edge or something like that, then like, okay. But if like, you're just like hands on hips, no effort, quit, like, dude, I'm going to exploit that. You know what I mean? Jimmy's and Joe's, not X's and O's. Investors, possibly, possibly you. you. <laughs> That's good. Um, so I think that's good for, for that, the B and B segment, the Airbnb segment. I definitely got that off my chest. Yeah. Today's episode, uh, I'm driving the ship. Yenzer, uh, here's the deal. So tonight's episode's free flowing. Mm -hmm. Uh, think of it sort of like I'm Mike D'Antoni and we're just pacing space, whatever you want to do. So one thing I want to talk to you about, there's, there's like three things in particular I really want to chat about, but you and I both grew up playing sports, yeah. uh, athletic guys. Um, mm -hmm. I want to talk about sport dads. Oh, okay. I want to talk about sport dads. And I want to talk about some of the craziest things you've seen, oh, I've seen. in youth sports. I mean, you know I coach, you know I coach middle, middle and high school football, so you know I've seen I, it. Wow. Okay. I actually didn't. I knew you coached high school. I didn't know you coached middle school. That's also interesting. Yeah. I coached a little bit. I also refed a little bit of soccer. Ref's the fucking worst. Refing is the worst. Uh, just a quick blurb. I had people get mad at me because my whistle wasn't loud enough. Listen, they don't. They don't pay you to be out there. They want. It, they want performance. They want perfection every time. It's moronic. I was like, yeah. this is. These are six-year-old girls playing soccer. I'm not going to call fouls on them. Like let, they're just running around. I'm was basically, the, I'm was basically, the flag up? Was yeah, the flag up on that? Offsides. <laughs> I'm basically like a bona fide babysitter at that. Yeah, point. pretty much. All right, so let's talk about sports dads. Uh, uh, off off rip. I got a good story. Uh, right. There was a a absolute psychopath dad in my hometown. He was not my dad, and he uh. He coached football. He coached baseball. I think maybe some wrestling. Wrestling's big where I'm from. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe a little bit of basketball too. I'm not sure, but definitely football and definitely baseball. 
and he was known as a guy who was going to like scream at kids uh, for not, I don't know, hitting bombs at seven years old. And, and he would like get in your face and do all this stuff. And I didn't want to yell at him because I just didn't respond well to that type of thing. All right. Yeah. I, I, I didn't want, I didn't want to play for him because I don't respond well to yelling. And, and so what my mom did, cause I was a pretty good ball player, baseball. Uh, we were a very progressive, uh, league. And so my mom asked around the league if anybody would like an assistant coach because word on the street was young Franco was going first round in the draft, maybe maybe first overall in the youth baseball draft. And so because of that, my mom knew that this guy was going to pick me in the draft and Mm -hmm. she didn't want that to happen. So my mom asked around the league and one guy was like, yeah, you can be my assistant coach if that means, you know, your son's automatically on my team. Wait a minute, so your mom pulled like an Arch Manning? Yeah, basically. <laughs> my, my son's mom, not going. My son's not going to the Chargers. Yeah, basically, like my yeah. my mom was like, my son will play for Premium One sprayed on bedliner if you let, <laughs> like, like if you let me on the staff. Mm-hmm. And my mom knows sports. My mom's collegiate basketball player. Like she she loves baseball. It's a sport. Like we that's how how we bond. But like that guy was insane. My mom also coached my basketball teams too. Very, it was very cool to have a woman coach for youth boys sports. It was very cool. But um, I guess there was one time, <laughs> there was one time, youth basketball. This is elementary school basketball. Okay, this dad is still in the picture. All right, his wife is the coach, not my mom. His wife is the head coach. Yeah, bananas, banana the land I'm living in. Okay, yeah. his son, his son. It's the one final four of like the county basketball. I don't know how many schools we had, but we had a decent amount. It's final four, and his son makes a basket in the wrong hoop and like starts jumping up and down, like, Yeah, we tied, we did it. And then he realized what he had done and cost us the game and starts like crying on the court. And the dad got so pissed off, the dad went into the bathroom and slammed his hands like on the sink. I think he broke the sink off the wall and like screamed his son's name into the ether. And the only reason I know that is because one of my buddies was in a stall and could like hear a man come in and just scream his son's name. And uh, I feel bad for that son. I'm sure that son has got a lot of emotional and actual trauma from just probably just getting beaten as a child. Uh, The son also just got picked up for prostitution recently. He was not (laughs) selling. He was not. He was purchasing. Oh, he wasn't selling ass. Yeah, he wasn't selling. He was purchasing, mm-hmm. and he uh, he got he got caught up. He got caught up in the game. Wow. Uh, so so he's gone. But uh, yeah, dude, that dad was insane. I've also, I mean, like I've had sports dads like flip off umpires and like get kicked out. Like, have you ever have you ever played in a tournament where the coach got so pissed off that he we just decided to leave the tournament? He goes, "That's it, boys, pack up your stuff. We're out of here." Like we had to I've leave seen one. It? So I work. I used to work for when I was in Morgantown. I used I used to work at a basketball academy, and we used to run AAU tournaments. And I have seen that happen yeah. where I've seen. But the craziest thing is these teams would travel four hours away, and I saw a very similar scenario to that where the game was almost over, like maybe three minutes left. They were getting blown out, and he just like one foul, and he called it. And one of the dads came from the fucking stands, took the clipboard, and was like, "We drove three hours for this. We're playing this game out." And I was like, kind of respected that dude. Like yeah, that was a pretty, real. Like, that was a pretty, that was a pretty, that was a pretty manly move. That was a dad move. And he pretty much told him he was like, "Do you know how much money we'd pay to play on this stupid thing?" He was like, "We're finishing the games." And I was like, "Hey, I paid like four hundred dollars to be here. Uh, 
to play in a stupid tournament. So, I mean, I've seen I've seen that. I've also I've seen like the dudes that are crazy fucking yelling and like they all look the same. Oh, like, yeah, dude. It's always like jean shorts, yep. like uh, you know, like Why he has like, think though. Why are they like, hey, you know what? I'm getting in the I'm getting in the Levi's and I'm going to start yelling at some at jean shorts. It's like a t-shirt from like a vacation spot. Um, Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Definitely you have like the sunglasses on. Listen, wearing Costa sunglasses. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's definitely like not able to run a 5K. No, and, and, his, and, his, and his, he's not a redneck, but his neck is very red. Very red, very veiny, vascular. Yeah. Not yeah. quite vascular, just a veiny man. Veiny man. And, he's, uh, and usually, um, I'm sure he has respectful discourse with his wife at all times. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they. Yeah. After after he visits his friend Johnny Walker, I'm sure they have some yeah. great uh, conversations. I'm sure the phrase "pull the car around" has been said. <laughs> Get them damn kids in the car. You pull that car around. I'm not walking <laughs> my suburban. Like, like, <laughs> the, phrase, the, deal, like, the phrase "pull the car around" might have been said. That you better pull them damn car. You better pull that car around. You better get them damn kids in that car. I'm about to tee off. Why are but, your lips so pursed right now? Your lips are so tight. This is a redneck. Are you, you packing pull. like? A, are you packing like a fake? Oh, you better, you better put. You better pull that damn suburban around. I swear to God, I'm about to go tear into this 16 year old. That's <laughs> horse shit. I've had enough of these daggum calls. Anybody that says daggum, that's not a football coach, is not someone you need to fuck around with. Like that's Dag-gum. nobody. Like, Dagum's like a good football coach. Like, I definitely use that when you don't want to cuss at the kids. You're like, I've run this play 30 Dagum times. That's a good, like, Dabo Sweeney word. But, um, nah, dude, it's it's the same. And I've dealt with that. Like, like I said, I coach football. I had the same dudes. I want to know what like, happened on the football field, bro. Anybody come up and ask for playing time? Oh, all the time. Like a dad? All the time. Do you know what I would do? Do you know what I would do? And oh, yeah. it worked every single time. I would invite the parent to practice to watch their son practice and be like, do you see how dog shit he is? Do you see how he doesn't give me any effort? And that's why. Like, it never failed. It was never – first of all, whenever you're playing, like, middle school and lower high school, it's all about will over skill, like, who actually wants to play and who actually knows the plays and that shit. Like, that will get you on the field. But every single time I would bring – like, a parent would come down and be like, why is my son not playing? And I'd be like, ask him what this play is. Ask him – or I'd say, come to practice. My practices were always open. I'd be like, come to practice. Watch your son pick it. never in. shut it off to the media. No, the media, West, listen. West Virginia high school uh, football practice, they were open to the public. Dude, WV SSAC legend. Okay, I never lost a game. Not a big deal. But What? Um, swear to God. What do you mean it. you never lost a game? I coached two years in middle school. I was, I think I was, uh, I think I was like 18 and 0. What? Where at? What city? Morgantown. I coached what? at, uh, Sunnyside? At, um, no, at um, Mountaineer. Mountaineer Middle. What type of plays were you running to win 18 straight? Uh, we had athletes and the play. Listen, here's the deal when you're coaching middle school football. Okay. Get the ball in your fastest player's hands as many times as you want to do it. So that means we're not throwing the ball that often. We're oh. doing a lot of jet sweeps. We're doing a lot of pop passes. We're doing a lot of motion. If I can get this kid in motion with the ball in his hand, dude, Huggins is obsessed today. If I can get this ball in motion, I'm getting him the ball. So I had one kid, one kid played a Marshall. He still plays a Marshall. Uh, Amir Richardson plays a Marshall. What? Yeah, he was good as hell. So, um, yeah, so it, I had like, I always had like, I would run like, what we would do is, to be honest, this is like super, nobody wants to hear this, but we would spread it out. Stupid. I just asked. 
No, we would spread it out and we would run out of it. So you think like kids at that age get, see a spread offense and they go super wide. And so you're going to give me like four kids in the box and we're just going to run it every single time. And I would have a quarterback that can make like enough seven yard throws or enough like deep throws if somebody like was left wide open. And it's not hard. You just do motion and it confuses the shit out of kids because fucking 13 year old kids are just thinking what their dicks like they just see like a, they see like somebody in motion and the whole line fucking shifts like. You know, it's like literally I'd have like the back or the safety and, the, and their fucking five tech like all go with a receiver and I'd just run a counter the other way. But no, we were uh, – no, we never lost the game. We And all, honestly, I think the only game was close was like we played, I forget, somebody from like Parkersburg or somebody, a middle school. Oh, right? Let's go. That was, that was close. In middle school in Parkersburg? We're traveling was, like that? Yeah, dude, we traveled. We went to like – Did you play Blinter Hassett? No. Shout out, Clay, shout out Clay Battelle. We smoked them. But, um, but no, like, no, I mean, we would just do it, but like literally the offense was like, we would learn like 12 to 15 plays and we would run variations off them. So if we would run this play, I would either be the running back or it'd be the fullback or it'd be a sweep. And I, I definitely stole the Dana Holgerson pop pass. Dude, electric. You get the kid in motion. By the time he catches the ball, he's already at full speed and there's nobody on the field that can catch him. So what's his name? Um, yeah, but we had, I mean, we had some studs. Hold on, I gotta get him out of here. He's going fucking insane. I don't but, know. It's fine. The, the the thing is, that's really interesting, Ben, because uh, I've always thought it'd be interesting to be a coach. Yeah. Uh, baseball is like like my primary. I'd probably be a pretty decent baseball coach, and no need to brag. But that's just the thing I have the most experience in professionally documented professional experience in that. Uh, but I would think it would be quite fun. And me and my one buddy Rob have a uh, have like this theory that like. Because every other high school in the world runs the wing tee, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or some variation of it. Maybe they're in pistol. Maybe they're under center. What have you. They're running the wing tee because they yeah. don't have the linemen to do things that they want to do. I or they that. don't have the quarterback. Or they don't have the quarterback. Yeah. The air raid is rather simple. Yeah, but I'm going to tell you the problem with it in a second. Hold on. Okay. Me and my buddy Rob have thought about like going to like coach like really small high school football in North Carolina and just like running it up on teams and just like getting to the point where it's like 60 to nothing at the end of the game. And we're just screaming at our players, locker room, go locker room. Like fans are like throwing things at us. What? There's maybe, okay. Think about how many good professional quarterbacks there are. Okay. uh, Think about how many, think about how many good college quarterbacks there are. Even less. Think about how many good high school quarterbacks there are. Probably less. Yeah. So if you're running any sort of pass-happy offense, the reason you're only going to see that is in Texas, California, and Florida is because they can get those guys. Okay. First of all, when you're running an area, this is going to be super – if you don't like football, just key off for like 45 – if you don't like super tight, just key off for 45 seconds. When you're running an air raid, the routes have to be precise, the timing has to be precise, the quarterback has to be precise, and everything has to be quick. So if you have a quarterback that is not accurate, you can't run an air raid. If you have a wide receiver that can't run good routes, you can't run an air raid because all you're going to do is throw picks. That's all you're going to do because everybody's so spread out. So any, like if you were to spread me out, like if I was playing a team that was an air raid team, pause, if you're going to spread me out, pause, all I would do, and that's really what everybody does against in the NFL, you rush three, you drop eight, and you make the quarterback make a good throw. Now, if this kid for some reason can't throw outside the numbers, which most high school quarterbacks can't, you just leave everybody in the middle. You play man with your you may play man with your corners, and you're gonna have one of your safeties up, one of your safeties in the box to catch the crosses and catch underneath. And that's literally all you're gonna do. And you're gonna make him make outside throws. 
And if you have a quarterback that can make outside throws, cool. Now, the whole thing with the air raid where you're going up tempo, yeah, that's great. But Oh, yeah, we run tempo. You're going to run tempo, but here's the deal. If I'm on defense, I can sub. I can match or sub. So unless you have high school kids and wide receivers that are so good in shape, you're not going to have middle schoolers that are going to do it. They're going to be gassed. So there you go. That's fun. Sorry. I mean, I'm just telling you, that's what I would do. That's what I would do. Okay. You want to spread me out? Go ahead. Make a 15-yard out every time. And if you do that, you beat me. Cool. And I'm just going to run jet sweeps, and I'm going to run counters, and I'm going to run powers, and I'm just going to wear you out. But here's the deal, Ben. The air raid, the true air raid is getting up to the line and seeing how many people we have in the box. Oh, okay. Well, then let's run inside zone. That is true, but I am always going to have eight guys on the line. And I'm just going to have eight guys. And if you can, and here's the thing too, if you have a quarterback that's good enough to run the air raid, you could run a 1940s Oklahoma offense and beat the shit out of a team. Because at a certain point, if you have a quarterback that can make throws, it's a, it's a cheat code at that's any level. Point. Yeah, we're just running 1940. Uh, let's go 70s and let's just run ankle routes. Like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, let's actually, let's go... <laughs> You want to, you guys are doing the Johnny Unitas like elbow behind the head. Like, do you want to know what the most effective offense would be to run at like a high school level though? Fullback running angle routes like Texas yeah, in the eighties, Texas routes, but um, like the Bill Walsh offense, quick passes. I mean, that's what. Oh, it is. West Coast, West Coast. I mean, because you don't have a lot of quarterbacks and throw the ball. But if you run, if you can have a quarterback and hit quick hitters, and you have fast receivers and fast running backs, that way you don't have that big lineman. Um, you can do your zone blocking. You can kind of just get it out quick. But, I mean, at the end of the day, too, with the big thing we're ignoring, because, God, this has gone way too long about middle school football and high school football. Um, a mobile quarterback changes everything. Yeah, run some zone read. Wow. It, it, it's If you have, like, literally, like, Terrell Pryor, when he was at Jeanette in Pittsburgh, um, he would snap the ball, and you would pray he would throw it. Because if he's keeping it, he's bigger, faster, stronger than everybody on the field. I mean, we wouldn't watch his, like, whip Student body left game. or student body right. Those are your plays. Dude, he would literally break like six tackles every play. I mean, it would be, he was, I think the team he beat, it was like in the championship, beat him like 63-10. That's insane. And was running my like, high, my, high school, my high school's playing very well right now, the Parkersburg South Patriots. Parkersburg South. They, they just Child. beat the Archtown rivals, Parkersburg Big Reds, the Native American team. For some reason, they have that mascot. It makes no sense to me. Uh, and they have some doughy white kid dress up in full Native American attire and get on in the field and be like, oh, yeah, 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 and like nail like a, spear into the turf that somehow makes sense that's west virginia uh, baby it, yeah it's stupid uh but yeah they dominated like killed them so they're doing like a lot of rpo stuff uh, mm-hmm. which is really cool we got a couple uh talented kids it looks like but uh moving on to the to the next thing i want to talk about we're talking a lot about sports and we, we did talk about sports dads but yeah um i think maybe there's reference this earlier but i gotta ask bro yeah sure. your all-time sports movie oh um, God, all time, like the movie that I like the best or the movie that I think is the best. Do I mean, we have time. Okay. I mean, all time sports movie. Like it's very flawed. The last 15 minutes are terrible. Oh boy. Any given Sunday is so fucking good. <sighs> Dude. I love any given Sunday because it's the most realistic yeah. look into life in the NFL folks. Dude, Willie Beeman is so good. The whole Beeman movie is Willie so Beeman. good. Dude, I would I need a Willie Beeman jersey so bad. Like, I mean, Jamie Foxx is so good. It's so good you have all like the shiftiness, but like I mean, the the problem with sports movies is is a lot of times obviously they're formulaic, they're super predictable. So like you know what's going to happen. 
you know that you know it's going to follow a certain path where I mean, if it's based on a true story, you know the outcome. Yes, you know the outcome. So I mean, like Miracle's great. Like Miracle's a great movie. Yeah. If you don't like Miracle, it's un-American. It's a Glory great Road, great. Glory Road. Huh. We are Marshall. Great. Okay. West Virginia. This is a West Virginia pod. This is a WVU pod, but it's. I mean, it? I, we're, it's, gonna get, we're gonna get we'll into see. something later, and we'll I don't see. think it is. We'll see. Any given Sunday is good because it kind of it's like it's a great like you said, super realistic. I love any given Sunday. I'm trying to think if there's any other sports movie that I really oh uh, if I'm going like what okay I'm gonna go how about if I go the most rewatchable sports yeah the rewatchables movie? do you know what it is your most rewatchable one I think everybody's T- find me a sports fan that doesn't like this movie I know the what it is can I guess the replacements uh, I was gonna say you gonna lights no I the show's better than the movie that's just me no big deal okay. You know um, what my you know what my most favorite and the best one is right. the best the best movie cinematically speaking uh sport wise and also my favorite it's the same one. Okay, I was gonna guess, but I don't. I, I want another one after you go. Money, but ball. I want you to go. Moneyball. Oh, Moneyball's good. It's the but- best cinematic. It's the best cinematic sports movie, and also the acting in it is incredible. And you get wrapped up in it. And like, I've seen the movie a billion times. I worked for the guy that created the strategy the movie is about. I love this movie top to bottom. And every time I rewatch it, I'm like, they can, they got a shot. Like, there's no way they lose. Like, let me ask ask you this. What is Moneyball sports movie or is it a analytics movie or is it a data driven movie? Cause is it, it's a sport movie. It's about baseball. Is it? Yes, dude. Is it about, is it about this? Is it about, about a guy? Efficient, I mean, it's just, it's just. Is it I more of a science movie? Is it more of like, like, I don't know. Like, I, well, I think that's like why I like it so much is because it finds, it combines my favorite thing, data. Okay. Sport. Okay. Listen, it's Moneyball's a good movie. I'm not yeah, saying that. Great. I'm going, I went the more traditional sports movie and we're leaving out one that is fucking fantastic. That is the, actually I said the replacements is the most rewatchable. I want to rescind that. Um, it's good. It's in the top two or three. There is one movie that I have probably seen a hundred times and it never isn't good. Major league. Oh, I I mean, love major league major. Let me ask you if major leagues on TBS, you're staying. Yeah, I'm on it. You're staying on on it. I'm watching. That's one of those. That's one of those like Sunday afternoon. I'm on the couch. Oh, major leagues on. Yeah. I'm not turning it off. Like, okay. Bob Uecker. Unbelievable. Like, unbelievable and the fact that it's fictional and yeah so they actually like win is great yeah. listen we love major league um and that, that yeah that's hasn't been a thing since draft day with the uh, worst movie i've ever seen which is not good and I, I let me say i love kevin costner and i love uh the woman from west virginia jennifer garner, jennifer garner. i those, those are arguably my two my favorite people in hollywood yeah and I love analytics. I love front office stuff. That movie, the trades he's making at it's the, the end, most It's the most anti-analytic movie of all time. They went tra- off the rails. If you would have given me five minutes with that script, I would have been like, that's not what's going to happen. No. Like, he should have done like a smoke screen, and he should have made the dude trade up a bunch of picks. That's what it should have been, instead of him doing trades that make no fucking sense. And then somehow he gets them all back. He gets them all back. And every you could tell every single person, because the first... Hour 30 of that movie is pretty damn good. Also, you got the damn Black Panther as your number one oh, pick. Oh, yeah, you do. You do. So, you know, shout You're out. Autom- automatically, Fonte Mack. 
Vontae Mack, no matter what. Va- take Vontae Mack, no matter okay. what. And you know what? It's the first hour 30 of that movie is not bad. It's a fine movie. The the last 15 minutes. And now I imagine that's how like whenever doctors watch like a medical show is like how pissed <laughs> off they get. They're like, that's not how that fucking works. Or like how you're a pilot and you watch like. Yeah, I mean, I watch I watch Crashing, the show about the comedian like coming up in New York. It's not yeah. like that. Yeah, it's not like that. And they're, they've yet to make any movies about degenerate gamblers from Pittsburgh. So I don't know. Maybe I'll weigh in on that. Did you watch the Degenerate Gambler movie with McConaughey and Pacino? Uh, two for the Money? Two for the Money. Uh, good movie. Do you know who that's based off? Stu Finer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That who, movie uh, was funded by gamblers. That is a... Um, okay, Two for the Money, another film. Gambling movie. again. Yeah, you're gambling. <laughs> a great ass. But, uh, <laughs> oh... We're Ooh. just doing Petrino for the rest of the episode. Is She's that what right. you want to hear? I'm gambling again. <laughs> I'm sorry if the leftovers got cold. Dude, uh, can we talk about? We'll talk about feed eating. the horse over here. What's that guy's <laughs> name? John something. Who's that? Uh, I literally have a sticker of that McConaughey character on my laptop. I can't see it. It's oh, right. it's um, his name is uh, Lang. Brandon Lang. Brandon Lang. Is who he's Brandon Lang Man, famous? How about for this, Brandon Lang. He was famous for the longest time for being like I think he went something incredible like fourteen zero Super Bowls or something crazy. I don't know if that's it, but he the reason he got famous is he picked Super Bowls like he would charge like thousands of dollars for a Super Bowl pick, but he had the side right like every year for a shockingly amount of time. Who is it, Stu? No, Brandon Lang. Oh, like Brandon Lang, like around the Super Bowl, will still charge a lot of money for picks. Zero guy, huh? This yes. Is a real guy. Yes. Wow. Yeah. He's Brandon Lang was like a Super Bowl. I don't have listen. I don't have all the details right, but That's he was crazy known. that he only knows one game though. No, he picked, but he was like he got famous. Like the reason he like the movie obviously the reason he got famous is because he had like an unbelievable run in Super Bowls where he was picking like sides and was like right every year, and it was just like literally like gamblers were losing like foul. Remember how in the movie like people are losing like thousands and they win like at the end like. He would lose, like he'd be okay, and then Gams would literally bet his Super Bowl pick and win all their money back. So it was like that's always sick. the last game of the year. Yeah, that's so sick. That's what he became pretty famous for. But if you remember, if you ever watch, like my dad used to watch all these shows, they would have like Finer and um, Wayne Allen. I, 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 I didn't, gambling wasn't a thing in my house. They used to be like infomercials, and these guys would do like 45-minute infomercials, and in the last two minutes they would give you a pick. So like the whole time they'd be like, buy my service, buy my service, buy my service, and they'd be like, and they'd be like well, you know, we'll give you a little taste. And they would like, the show is called Mo Money. I swear to God. Like the show is called Mo Money. And if you want to talk about that, if you want to go deep down the gambling rabbit hole, it was like Wayne Allen Root, um, Dave Koken. Um, it was like Stu Finer. And these guys were serious. Like, you know, on Barstool where they do like the Barstool Sports Advisors. Love and they dress like that. Sunday morning. It's okay. so funny. That's, that's based on those shows. Right, like, right. It would be like Anchorman, how they used to like do like the 70s newscast. So that's based off a real thing. And these guys would give picks, and my dad would watch. It was like an infomercial, but at the end, they would give you a free pick. And, like, my dad would be there with, like, a fucking notebook, like, scrambling down. And I'll never forget, they would call – it was called the Mo Money Pick of the Week. I swear to God you can find it on YouTube. If you were ever checking my street cred for being a degenerate gambler, when I was seven years old, I would watch this shit. And, like, I'd be like, Dad, Texas text the pick. And, like, and like I swear to God. So that was called – that is how this shit started. So you would watch and they would all be out of Las Vegas. They'd be shitty infomercials. They would all be wearing terrible suits. Oh, and yeah. that's what Barstool does. So like there's people watching this that like think it's like, like – No, Cat. it's not original. Like they're paying homage for that shit, which is kind of funny. Like Big yeah. Cat dresses like that and you have like Portnoy with the glasses. Like that's what they would wear. 
And and it's like a send up of that shit. But that is what they used to do. But yeah, that's where like Brandon Lang came from. Uh, the guy who already not already Lang, the guy who already gold plays, uh, Jeremy Pivot. I forget his name, but he's based off a famous handicapper too. Yeah. Um, so and he gets pissed at John or whatever the yeah Brandon Lang, whatever Johnny, whatever the fuck his name is. But um, two for the money. Not a bad movie. It's not bad. Like, I haven't seen it's it not in a bad. while, but it's not bad. It's not like it's not based like the whole thing where like he stops picking and like goes golfing like thirty hours and then writes his picks down. That's not true. Yeah. Like that's bullshit. But it's like, but also another thing, if you really want to get in the weeds, the thing they used to do is so they would send mailers out and they would put like they would put West Virginia on one and they would put Virginia Tech on another and they would send it to different houses. And then the next week, they would send a separate mailer that would say, hey, if you had the losing side, they would give you a free pick. If you had the winning side, they would send you and say, we told you, and they would charge you for the next pick. That is a real thing. And they would keep track of these mailers. So they would, if they, if they sent a house like three in a row, they would do it, but they would always they would always send two picks out. So if you want to get really weird in the like gambling fraud tout accounts, that's what they would do. Bro, that is, that's incredible. I had yeah. no idea. That is yeah. insane to me. Yeah, because there's old, like, if you look it on Google, you'll have, like, so-and-so's week two pick, and it has both games. They pick both sides. So that's what they would do. They would send these mailers out, and they would track it. And, like, let's say you sent, like, four winners in a row to the same house. Yeah. That person would buy your service, where it's a numbers game. So if you send out 100 mailers and 10 guys buy your service, well, you're charging. Is, is numbers. Yeah, and you're charging $100 a pick. Okay, a mailer costs 17 cents. And a guy buys your pick and pays you a hundred dollars. You just need one. So it's it's frauds have been the same. You know, scams have been the same throughout history. So it's not like imagine if me and Frankie did our pod and then we did a separate pod and we released um, different picks and then like Sunday morning we decided which pod to release. Like that's yeah. pretty much what it is. Or we, we uh, we're never we we don't go tout. No, and you know no. what? That's actually crazy. Is we're like absolutely kicking all these guys in the teeth like we're significant mm-hmm. like we're having a significantly better year than most people yeah. which obviously there's luck involved but like we do know what we're doing to an extent yeah. go and- look at, go look at all the guys on espn look at the guys where they're like look at like stanford Stephen bear they're like they're who like, i love who i love they're like 7 13 and 1 i love these guys and i the listen to them every week multiple times i love stanford Stephen. and i will say this they they do ask them to pick big games we are not asked to pick games we are asked to pick the games we like so they yeah, are they're that always is asked true. To pick that is true games. they are forced they're forced to pick the games that are probably on espn also yeah and and here's one thing to branch off that i hate whenever people text me for picks and they're like who do you like in the monday night game that's not how this works that's not how this works i go would nothing you, would you ever ask your financial advisor to be like what you know which which internet stock do you like not which yeah. stock do you like or which which food stock do you like no, you 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 pick what you know or you pick what you like. There's there's 50 games a weekend and we're picking five. Mm-hmm. Just because out just because the the CBS game is featured and you want to watch it, okay, then put $20 on it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Flip a fucking coin. But that's what I hate. I get that all the time. And then it loses because they're like, "Well, I just want to pick." And then they're like, "Oh, you know, they talk shit." I'm like, "I gave you the amount of people I had my in DMs. I had I probably had 30 people in my DMs, 30 is an exaggeration, let's say 10, asking me for NFL picks after I went six and one. And I'm like, well, I don't pick the NFL. You know, I'll give you some picks. I went okay. I did okay on Sunday. Yeah. But don't ask me for NFL picks. I'm no, picking every dog and every under from now until yeah. the end of the season. But I mean, that's kind of the tangent we went off on. But it's like, that's another thing where I just can't stand that. I'm like, you would never ask anybody if somebody's specialty is this, if somebody's specialty is making pizza. You wouldn't ask them to, you know, to make you a fucking sushi roll. Like, no, stick to what I know. But absolutely. That's pretty much it. 
I love that. Love I it. love that, man. That was great. Uh, let's see. We're 40 minutes in. We can get into the picks. You want to get into some picks? Let's get into the picks. Um, so real quick, I'm just going to do a quick, not a quick recap, but I'm just going to say where we're at. Frankie, once again, 7.25 units. Me at 12.25. That is incredible. We're both up plus yeah, money. Man. Congrats, man. Great start. Congrats, bro. You're up 7.25 units. Yeah. What are you talking about? Look in the mirror. I know. Um, you know what's crazy is I look at my action account and it's not 7.25 units up. If we only... It's like I I'll, killed I'll, an NFL week one. Yeah, we we both did. So no shame in that. But I have a lighter card this week. I know you're a little heavier, so I'm going to let you... Uh, Actually, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the first pick. I'm going to take you're the honor. Yeah, you, you're on the. You're, for the first time this season, folks, Yenzer has the T. I think I have the T. I think I might have started. I have week one. I don't know. I might have had a week. Hmm. I no, don't know because I had a good week zero because I had Northwestern. Mm, okay, let's go. Then I'm going to start us off. I think. Here's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to go back. Listen, we talk about not chasing ex girlfriends. We talk about you know if you're getting rejected, not to chase. Yeah, but you know what? I look at I look at the fly boys and you know what I say? I can't quit you. <laughs> and I'm going back to Air Force. And I lost on a first half bet last week. And guess what? Same. I tucked the stove and it burned me. And now I'm putting my full fucking palm on. <laughs> Air Force minus 13 first half bet. We're back, we're back at home. If I know anything about my military guys, listen, they got embarrassed. Yep. Here in the here in the USA, we may lose a battle. But we're not losing the fucking war. We're not losing this preseason total. So Air Force is going to come out. They're going to be pissed. Listen. We've listen. lost some wars. They were conflicts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about how you frame it. So give me Air Force minus 13 first half. Air Force is going to come out pissed off. I think Air Force is just going to run them out of the building. Really but Air Force is... um. Oh, here, let me get to this point real quick. Let me get to this point real quick on Air Force. And yeah. I, I watched the game because remember, because everyone we in the watched, group we chat. We watched it. We watched it. Everybody in the group chat, there's a few people in our group chat that took Wyoming and we've been hearing, haven't been hearing the end of it. So they put 10 bucks on them. Laramie. So Air Force is coming up. They're playing Nevada. Sorry, I know you asked that. They're playing Nevada. The Wolfpack, two words. Wolfpack is back. They're not back. Um, but Air Force, it's minus 24 for the full game. I looked at the team total. I liked it, but I'm taking the first half. I think Air Force, bad week of practice. You know, I can't I can't imagine it was very good for those guys. Uh, give me the first half. They're going to come out pissed off. Um, I, I like Air Force. That is a one-unit play, minus one unit. 13, one unit. first half. I like that. I'm starting out with a two-unit play. Okay, hold on. Okay, give it to me. All I'm going to say is CCU later. Coastal. Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers, the fancy chickens uh, on the road at Turner Field, coming out of there angry like John Rocker when he's coming off the mound. Uh, they're going to. John Rocker getting off the subway. That's right. That guy is not like. Quotes? They're fun. That guy does not like the seven line. And uh, <laughs> he is uh, a scumbag. But uh, so uh, Coastal Carolina. Uh, they're an interesting team right now. It's like the out armied army, and then they. they uh, I forget who else they play, but it's like for them, they're doing like all this matchup stuff and like they're hanging on to the ball along. Like I really love McCall, the quarterback, but it's like, what are you doing, Yenzer? Letting my dog in. He's barking at me. Oh. Sorry. I was listening to you. I heard you say about Coastal and, and which is funny because you were on Georgia, Georgia Southern. State, right? uh, and Georgia this State. is a revenge. This is a revenge, which is what you're about. That's what I thought you were going because you've often talked about how 
you don't care if you win. You just want your enemies to fall. Yeah, so it's, I feel spite. Like it's this, a spite. It's a spite. This pick. is a spite pick. It's a spite but pick. I'm going to tell you, I almost pulled the trigger on Coastal. I think Coastal is going to – I think the offense is going to wear them out. Um, how, are, how are you as a man, as Georgia State, as a group of men, how are you going to give up 40-some points to Charlotte at home? I sat there and I watched that game and I sweated out because Georgia State was the last leg in a five-team parlay mm-hmm. I had of straight-up money lines. App State also went there, so I really shouldn't have been in the game. Uh, Wake Forest also went there, so I really shouldn't have been in the game. But I was there at the end of the night, and you couldn't stop Will Healy once. And that's not the and that's not the usual Charlotte team. Um, that's what I mean. I think Coastal, this line feels trappy. But, oh yeah, it's so trappy. But I'm taking yeah. it. I'm taking the bait. I don't care. This is a spite pick. Yeah, that's you. That's that's definitely a spite pick. That's what I thought you were going. I thought you were going coastal for the sole reason of they just cost you money last week. Whereas yeah. you are saying, "How dare you hurt me? I'm going to get a revenge." Or Air Force let me down, and I said, "I'm going to give you one more chance." Yeah, I'm going to hook up with your best friend, uh, Georgia State. I'm going. And I'm going to invite. And I'm going to invite you in and say, "Let's talk about this." Before All right. Start. Let's go to therapy. You got any? What else? You what else you got? Let's pick number two. All right, pick number two for me. Uh, I got another one-unit play, and I'm going to do I've been really killing these alt-line parlays. You I'm going to tell you, this one makes me a little nervous. Okay. But USC minus one. I like that. Kansas minus two. Like this is that. plus 120, and that is a one-unit play. Um, Kansas is beating Duke. Kansas Duke, is good. Duke, yeah, Duke hasn't Kansas played anybody. Kansas actually is good, and they're at home. And USC minus one. Um, listen, some things can happen in this game against Oregon State. And Corvallis. Um, weird things happen in the Pac-12 after dusk. But um, <laughs> I think USC is for real. I think this is they definitely are, a game. If, if USC loses this game, I will not be shocked. This is I've had a few games where I could not believe. Uh, Air Force losing was shocking to me. I couldn't believe that last week. But USC minus one, Kansas minus two, at plus 120. That's good odds. Give me that for one unit. Yep. Um, you've been really hot on these alt spreads. I think I'm 3-0 and on them this year. Dude, so I need to tail that, bro. Yeah, I think that's going to be good. I have I like Kansas minus 7. I'll probably play that off pod. Didn't love it enough, but I love getting that below the – Yeah, I have Kansas in a money line parlay off pod. But, uh, yeah, let me know what you got for number two. But there's really not a lot of analysis on there except for Kansas is fucking good, and yeah. USC offense looks incredible. Can I, can and I, as ask, long this, as can I ask this as a Mountaineer? Yeah. What was the biggest victory for West Virginia football last week? Was it finally getting a win, or was it seeing that Kansas is actually good? There was zero victories for West Virginia on field last week. Um, they were Towson's terrible. Like that, the fact I know, that they but you're staring zero and two in the face. You need to get a win eventually. I I don't care. I okay. literally they should have just that if Towson would have forfeited, it would have been the same result because okay. We, no, nothing. Uh, Kansas actually being good was way better. Hundred percent. Okay, thank you. Without you doubt. finally answered the question in a circuitous way. I'm a Pick number two. I'm going out to Boulder. Okay. And I'm UCLA. taking UCLA minus twenty one against the worst Power Five team in football. Can we talk about how we were on this in Week Zero with Colorado? Yes. Yeah. How many units? One. So yeah. So you had so you have UCLA minus twenty one. Minus twenty one, and it's not so much that UCLA is like fantastic. I mean, they got taken to the ropes against South Alabama last week. But uh, I think it's just more so like again. I think that's the majority of my picks, and we listened to this for three weeks. It's just me not believing in Colorado at all, and Colorado being okay with being horrible this year. There's no like drive from the athletic department to be like we have to be good now. 
And and to be honest, I think I was saying this before. I don't know if it's going to make it in. I think it made it before we switched. UCLA on the road is literally no no problem. They're playing at home in front of a thousand fans. They're probably yeah, it doesn't matter. Like oh, you think the raucous environment in Boulder is going to get them? Okay. No, Ralphie's not scaring anybody. But UCLA minus twenty one. Colorado is just bad. Yeah, that's but, really that. That's really that. I'm going to go. I know you have this next pick. I know you have a West Virginia pick, so I'm going to keep mine. Yeah. So. I'm going to go to a two-unit play, which I think we might have a disagreement on. But this is – listen, this is almost a 2.5-unit play. This is probably going to be a bigger play as it gets closer. Clemson minus seven against Wake Forest. Frankie loves Wake. Listen, we love Wake's offense. We love what they're doing down there. Love the yeah. Deeks. We love the Deeks. We love what the Deeks are doing down in Winston-Salem. But I'm going to tell you why Clemson, okay? This is where you come back to earth. The The lines are just too tough. It's The trenches are where the game's won. DJ Uangale has been better this year. You know, he's, dude, he's, he's been shaky, bro. He is not. He is not. Look at his stats. He has not. Everybody says that. He has been a lot better this year. He's protecting the ball. I think his completion percentage is around 65%. That's good. Um, He's he's not going to win you this game, but he's not going to lose you this game any longer. I think Clemson wears him down. Um, I think Wake has enough offense to, if they can somehow block Clemson, it could be a game. I don't think they're going to be able to block Clemson. And we've seen what disruptive D-lines do. Give me Clemson minus seven, two-unit play. Dabo's not losing this game to Wake Forest. And as long as DJ doesn't implode, I think it's going to be a big win. I'm thinking, can I give you a number on this game? Give me. 42-17. I think it's going to be a big win. Blowout? I think it's a blowout. No I could be my words. After being super cocky. I don't, think, Wake... I, don't think, I don't think it's going to be as bad. I do think yeah. Wake is good enough to score. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know why I like Clemson so much. Um, but that's my biggest single play of the this week. This game is, is big for me in my team total conference wins for Wake at four and a half. But uh, give me Clemson minus seven, and that's a two-unit play for me. So I have I that it. at two, and then, God, give me your next pick. I have two uh, one-unit plays, bang, yeah, bang. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have Cincinnati minus 16 against the worst 3-0 and team in football, Indiana. Yeah. And I have ECU minus 17 against Navy. And we know how much I have been against Navy football um, with the pace that ECU plays with. And, and uh, I mean, they've shown that they can keep up on defense. So just as long as they play really good assignment defense and, and pick up the triple option, then we should be fine. I mean, they the amount of times that defensive line stuffed North NC State at yeah. the goal line. Like, I think they had three goal line stands of not just like, hey, we're down here, let's run two plays. Like, literally four downs at the one you're not going anywhere so that that really impressed me from ecu who's normally just like off holt nailers throw it somewhere maybe Mm -hmm. so i i've been really impressed with ecu this year their kicker blew it unfortunately Mm -hmm. uh but yeah ecu minus 17 that's one of my favorite plays even though it's a it's a one unit and cincinnati is just on sheer principle that and cincinnati has looked a little bit Obviously, a down year. They lost a lot of people. They Desmond Ritter is not walking through that door. Their quarterback now is not him at all. They are throwing the ball a little bit more, which I think is less of he's better arm talent. I think it's more of he can't run. Uh, it's it's really again going with all of my picks. I think the opponent just stinks, and Indiana is a fraudulent three and zero. Let me ask you for the UCLA. Was that one or two units? That was one unit. Okay. I only have two two unit plays this week. I have right. two more um, picks. Actually, no, yeah. No, I have, have yeah. three more. No, I have two more picks. Okay. I'm gonna go to my I'm actually gonna save a one unit play for last because I think I wanna I want to hear your reaction on it. Yeah. All right, two unit play, Florida plus ten and a half against Tennessee. 
And like this that. is this is a purely principal play of we've seen Florida. Florida almost Florida did not look good last week. No. Florida has Rich um, Rich has not looked good, but you're giving me ten and a half against Tennessee. Tennessee is known for choking. Ooh. Florida still has athletes all over the field. Athletes. Athletes. And you're giving me ten and a half points. I'm just just on principle. I'm taking a ten and a half point dog, especially when it has as much pedigree as Florida. Had this is no one of those where I listen. I love if you were to line the teams up. I'm taking a lot of guys on Tennessee before I'm reaching in a Florida. Right, especially um, that Hendon, offense, bro. Those receivers, those receivers, they have like three NFL receivers. Hendon Hooker's a stud. Yeah, but he is. there's things that happen in college, and at a certain point, you're going to lose more money giving ten and a half points to a good SEC team than you are winning. I think this is an overreaction to last week. I think this line should have been four, uh, maybe six. Ten and a half, you're almost getting me a full touchdown. I'm going to yeah. take Florida two units on principle. Give me that ten and a half. That is a pure value EV play in my I opinion. Like like even that. if I'm not really loving the side, even if I don't love what I'm seeing, that's too many. That's too many points. It's just too, too many. many. Too many points. Give me Florida ten and a half, two unit play. Uh, I got a two unit play. USC minus six and a half. We don't have to talk about it. We talked about it already. We about it. They're just uh, really just thinking that they're just that offense is just so. F- powerful man it is it's so incredible and that is one thing Lincoln Riley's a genius man please go to the NFL please go so you have one more play left yeah it's the same one but inverse go ahead okay sure I want you to go first I'll explain it from my side okay and this is Homer talk Mm -hmm. West Virginia is two plays away from being three and oh however you didn't make those plays whether it be decision act of God or want to. Yeah. And for that reason, you are one and two. Yeah. Basically, oh and two, you played an FCS team. Yeah. I've watched Virginia Tech football also. And I watched the old Dominion game and I saw things. Uh, and I watched the Wofford game and I saw things. And I think getting into a dogfight with Wofford is a lot more telling than losing an overtime game to Kansas, who is actually good, or Mm -hmm. going on the road to the biggest sporting event in pit football history and taking pit football to the wire ranked on the road. I think that I think two losses are better than uh, Wake Forest's two wins or uh, Virginia Tech's two wins. Mm -hmm. And so for that reason, I have West Virginia money line two units, one twenty. Minus one twenty, money line. Minus one twenty. Yeah, okay. I have some off pod picks. If you want those, send me a text. I can give it to you. Some team right. totals out there that look tasty. All right. So I heard what Frankie said, and I told him. I told him off. We were talking off pod. And I told him. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Stephen A. Smith super quiet. Go ahead. Go, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. West Virginia is a fraud. Wow. But here's what I'm gonna say. Okay. I'm not taking Virginia Tech. What? I'm not taking Virginia Tech. You told me you were. I looked at it and I said, what am I going to do? But I'm also not taking West Virginia to win. I'm so lost. West Virginia team total over 25 and a half. I have that too. This team scores 46 points a fucking game on average. So I, I don't have know that what they do. Add that. Add that. You want it? I have two units on West Virginia over 26 and a half. Do you want you gave it on? You can get a twenty-five and a half on barstool right now. Still, I don't have barstool. I don't have barstool. That hurts. Um, here's the deal. I don't like West Virginia's defense. 
I don't like their coaching. I don't like their motivation. Tell I don't like a lot of things about them. There are two things I like about – there's three things I like about this team. I like Donaldson. Yep. I like Bryce Ford Wheaton. Yep. And I love JT Daniels. Yep. And I know Virginia Tech has a good defense, but I think West Virginia is getting at least 28 points in this game. I don't know what's going to happen on defense. Yes. I don't know what is going to happen with turnovers. I don't know what the hell Neil's going to do when the game gets tight, if it gets tight late. And I don't want my money. I said I'm not putting any more money on Neil Brown this year, and I'm not. But I'm going to put it on the offense, 25 and a half. I really like that. Give me that for two units. Give me that. Me for too, bro. You, that's a squad ride. Can we go? Can we get boom? Can we do a boom on three? Like one, one, two, three. Boom. 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 West Virginia over twenty-five point five, twenty-six point five. I'm There's just gonna tell you no this. No way, dude. They score. Yeah, they score thirty points a game. Yeah, that is that. When I looked at that game, I kept when I after I talked to you, I said I'm gonna look at this game. I want to see if there's anything I like. Yes. That's my favorite play of the week. That's my favorite play of the week. West Virginia team total over 26 and a half. It's my favorite yeah, play. We, we talked about, do you want me to put that on the pod for you? Yeah, add no. that, please. I have that off. I want you to put it on. I'm going to give you 25 and a half because that's what I got of that. You know what? You know what else I added? But it's is off pod. So this doesn't count to the record. Yeah. But I'm going to say it, but don't add it to the card. I'm not adding it. West Virginia team total over 13 and a half, second half. Okay. Okay. Is that a smart pick? It's... More I think points, more points, more points in the second half. I'm just going to tell you this: if we lose this fucking game, yeah, he's gone. He's gone. He's so gone. you can't lose this game. We said the pit game was the biggest game. Um, it was. It and was. He lost it. And it was. And then he lost to Kansas, which is yeah. probably not looking as bad as his worst loss ever. But the way the defense you, played, you and can't the way be the worst team in the Big Twelve this year. You cannot be the worst not, team. In the Big 12. Not after the hype. Give me over twenty. And like I'm saying, this is a I don't see any way that West Virginia is going to get over this. And if they don't, uh, he's going to get Herm Edwards and fired on the field. So it's going to be Shane Lyons, Bob Huggins, me and the Mountaineer, giving him a $100 handshake. Thanks for your service. Uh, you know, I hear uh, that. I hear, that yeah, I hear a little general's hiring. So whatever. Um, but that's what I have. I'm going to do a quick recap. Here's what um, Neil does. Here's what Neil does after he gets fired. Because right. this is what they do at Kentucky. Releases a fucking presidential video? No. Uh, Kentucky has the system where they just bring a new offensive coordinator every year from the NFL. This yeah. guy goes back to the NFL at the end of the year because they dominate every year. And now in Kentucky, apparently Neil goes back home, becomes offensive coordinator at Kentucky. If you hire Neil Brown to be your offensive coordinator, you need to have a psych evaluation. I would not let him coach a high school offense. He is the worst offensive fucking minded coach I've ever seen. And that's and I and I want to rest in peace, Bill Stewart, because I criticize his offense a lot. Bubble screen every play. I don't know what Neil Brown's offense is, other than let's not try to get too many yards. <laughs> let's not try to hurt the other team's feelings. It's like he's always trying to skirt a mercy rule in a middle school football game. Dang. Where he's yeah, he never he never has the gut punch. He's never punched. Dana dropped seventy on Clemson. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm just going to keep scoring. Why would I? Neil die? would never. Neil would get up. Neil would get up like 40 to 10, and he would just start. He's a like, let's play conservative. He'd be punting on third down. If Neil could legally punt on third down without getting fired, he'd fucking do it. If it was second and 18, he'd be like, let's just kneel it. We don't want to risk it. Like, he did kneel a PAT once. I can't stand him. I'm do you sorry. remember that against yeah, NC State at home? Mm-hmm. We were like, he's an analytics genius. We I don't know what it is. On the and, PAT. And I just need to vent. I need to get this out because it's cathartic. 
I like Neil Brown a lot. Me too. Every time I see him talk, I think he's he seems like a great guy. Yeah. He seems like he's great for the program. Yeah. He's um, not, no scandal coming out of there. No scandal. But at the end of the day, you lost so many players of the portal and your offense is completely anemic. Not completely anemic, excuse me. It's been very good. The, but yeah, the offense is killer. Yeah. Your clutch play calling, whenever you need it most, whenever the stage is the biggest, that's when he's the smallest. And we're all yeah. about being huge on this pod. We are all about being huge, man. I think that that's that's perfect. I do have to say one more thing. Uh, yeah. I listened to Neil Brown's press conference today because I was bored in my office. And yeah. he go and he was talking to the reporter. And he said, he goes, I can still see that pit uh, interception like right in front of me like it was slow motion. Yeah. Dude, that's. That's just such a brutal way to lose. Because, yeah, like, dude, you're driving down the field, and you know you're going to score, and you know you're going to win the game. And it's just like the best player clanks one, man. Do you know what I see, Neil? You punting with three inches to go with that a fucking bad. running back that's averaging 17 yards a carry. That was bad. That was bad. That kid, first that's of all, bad. that kid's not going to be here next year. He's no, going to be in Miami. I know. He's going to be at Miami. Adai has already called him. Okay, so... He's gone, so enjoy him for six more years. He's going to get a uh, random foot injury next week, and he won't play anymore. That's why you know that like West Virginia is doing everything they can to like r- not really promote this guy. Yeah, did you I know? He this- did, did you know like he, uh, Neil didn't give him like offensive player of the week this week? Of course not. I would give this kid thirty carries until he threw up. I would just run this kid and just see when when he gets the conference. I think when we get into conference play and we need wins bad, I think that's what it's going to be. I just don't think he wants to put too much out there on tape right now. I think that if we lose this Virginia Tech game, I don't think we win another game this year. So there you I go. I buy that. Hey, I buy that. I buy that. That's, Where are they coming cool. from? Look at the schedule. Where are they coming from? Big 12 is, is good. But that's pretty much it. Let me – are you good? Do you want me to recap these picks? Take it home? Recap them. Recap them. Right. Frankie, Coastal Carolina minus two and a half, two-unit play. UCLA minus 21, one-unit play. Cincy, that's my hometown team right now. Minus 16, one-unit play. ECU, go, check, go to Nippert and check that game out for me. I know a couple people got a nipper. It won't be me. ECU minus 17, one unit play. Uh, USC minus six and a half. Yep. Two unit play. West Virginia Mountaineers money line minus 122 unit play. West Virginia team total over 25 and a half. I'm giving you what I got it because that's what I knew. You're a man of honor. You're a man of honor. Thank you. And I'm going to go back to mine. A little lighter on the card. West Virginia over two and a half, two unit play. Air Force first half minus uh, 13, one unit play. Florida plus 10 and a half. Two unit play. Ooh. USC minus one, Kansas minus two, plus one twenty, one unit play. And Clemson minus seven, two unit play. That's my favorite play of the week. We're playing a lot more two units. We are. Um I was close to making Clemson a three unit. I, I am gonna have three. make it a three. No, nah, I'm not. I'm being I'm not I'm gonna bankroll management. Didn't you just talk about Neil being conservative? Listen, Neil's not up plus twelve fucking units, so all right. He's two wins of the if Neil was three and oh right now, then yeah, I'd say do whatever you want, but you know. That's all I got. That's all I got. I think that was great, man. I, I, this is a really good episode, folks. Uh, yeah. Follow DJNYC uh, uh, on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe to the show because it's growing, and I want you guys to, to be a part of it. So it's everywhere your podcasts are. It's really uh, quite easy to subscribe. So go out and do it. Give us a rating. You like it, don't like it, I don't care. Leave yeah. a comment, what have you. Uh, every little bit helps. So thank you all very much for listening. Uh, let's, let's, let's have a good week this week, huh? Yeah. How about it? And apologies last week for the late episode. That's on me. We had it's a not scheduling issue. That's also on me. We, I had, had I had scheduling. stuff. I had shows. We had scheduling issues. We'd like to get it out by Thursday, but you know what? Like Frankie named the pod, it was better late than never because if you listen, you won. Yeah, so, it came out on Saturday morning. If you listen to it before the game's kicked, you you won money. 
So we want to give you guys winners and, uh, you know, we'd rather take our time and give you winners and rush it out and give you losers. So That's right. thank you, Frankie. Good picks. Good talk. Good pod. Keep it rolling. Let's go. Stack those papers, man. Peace. Peace, Broski.